Here we go. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for checking out this week's episode of the Disciples of Trek podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rob, joined, as always, by the one and only Patsy Karate. Patsy, say what's up. What's up, everybody? What is up? And we are here virtually again because of that big, bad coronavirus that is sweeping through the world right now. Um, But we didn't want to let a week go by without hanging out with our awesome podcast crew. So we will find a way. Please bear with us because the technical difficulties have been aplenty today. And so we are doing our best to make this work. Uh, I think we should tell our viewers that I just got a promotion and I'm actually doing the recording. (laughs) Yes, you are doing the recording. That must mean the world is coming to an end, folks. So you better be ready. Jesus is coming. Um, but, <laughs> but um, anyway, just a quick recap. We are here because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to him. But in order to do that, we got to put in a little bit of work. It's not going to happen on its own. So we record these podcasts. Uh, we're like the mailman. I feel like rain, sleet, snow, n- a global True. pandemic. It's not going to stop us from recording the podcast. Nothing. Uh, so that we can grow on the go. So we hope we're in my house. Exactly. I got, I got, I got it all going on here. No internet. It's no all internet. hot. Mess no, my phone here. is useless. <laughs> but we're going to find a way. We will always find a way. So we hope that wherever you're quarantined right now, we get to be there with you virtually because we want to socially distance. Um, but we hope that we'll be with you so that we can grow together and grow on the go. So I literally have no idea what we were going to talk about today. Patsy is just dropping it on me fresh uh, yeah. right here, right now. So we're going to give this a whirl. Um, and I also realize I don't have a timer to see how long we've been going, but I'm going to check real fast. I'm like, okay, I got it. So right. we're going to stick to 20 minutes or less as best as we can. Um, but with that, why don't we just dive in? Oh, before I say that, um, if you're watching this on your computer, on your phone or wherever, would you do us a big favor and just share the video, um, as we dive in so that we can grow the community of people together, uh, that want to live a life that's fully devoted to Jesus. So hit that share button, um, and just let the people know, uh, what you're a part of right now. All right. I think that's enough of the intro. Yeah. Why don't you take it away? Drop it on well, us. What do you want to you know, talk there's, about today? I don't think there's like a big drop today. I think today what I really, what I'm feeling is I just want us to have a heart to heart. You know, there's, there's so much planning, you know, as much as we make it look like effortless and silly. And a lot of times we are silly on the podcast because we want it, you know, being a disciple of Jesus Christ is just being a human being who's saying, I love the Lord and that's who I'm following. And right. it's trying to, you know, do the daily ins and outs of life. So there's no major like crazy recipe for this. But we do try to like plan ahead and, and think ahead. What, what do we want to talk about? What, what do we want to focus on? And I've been trying to do that. I was trying to do that over the past couple of days. And, and we're working on a lot of different things because we have totally changed the way that we do church. We're exactly. church online right now. So with that, that welcomes in a whole lot of new responsibilities for all of us, myself included. All that to say this, I just, I'm going to be like brutally honest. So if I cry a lot today, don't get, don't get upset. <laughs> don't feel bad. But like, I just my heart is heavy and I need to like have a heart to heart. And, and, and one of the places that God took me in scripture and, and Rob and I have other things we'll talk about later about this. Like we both kind of wound up in the gospel of John at the same time, right? Like mm-hmm. yep. that to the world now. And it was such a beautiful thing, but I really believe like God took me there in my own personal prayer time and my time that I spend alone with God and I was reading up to the point where Jesus does what they call the high priestly prayer. And he has this prayer for his disciples. He's about to leave. 
and in John 17. And it was really after having a heart to heart with them. And he told them like all about what was going to go on. Like, you know, listen, I did everything I was supposed to do. I'm about the worst part of why I came here is about to happen to me. I'm going to go to the cross. I'm going to die. I'm gonna, all these trials, all this terrible stuff is going to happen. And then I'm going to rise. But he has this heart to heart with his dear, sweet friends who he has spent countless hours with. And he's about to go through what we're all experiencing now. He's about to go through a separation and being isolated away from them. And just before that happens, he talks to his father, he talks to God, and he utters this beautiful prayer. And it's so selfless. He doesn't pray for himself. He's, he even says it. He's like, I'm not talking about me, Lord. Like, just watch over them, protect them. They're going to have trouble. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world. I'm just asking that you'd be with them the way that you were with me and that they would feel it and experience it. Yeah. All that to say, like, that's where I am. I'm feeling like there's part of me that feels how beautiful is that? That over 2000 years ago, I was on his mind. He knew that this time was coming for all of us as believers. He knew a virus is going to come. The whole world is going to turn upside down in the blink of an eye. And you guys aren't going to be ready for it, but I'm praying for you about that now. So I'm just wondering, you know, so I don't get too emotional right away. <laughs> like, <laughs> are those things helping you? Like, is it, how does it help you to know that Jesus prayed about that? He doesn't, you know, you can't find a verse that specifically says and help them through the coronavirus pandemic. But he knew that we were going to have trouble and that covers a lot. And that covers right now because we're having trouble right now. We're all separated from each other. That's hard. I mean, we were even joking before with our technical difficulties, you and I, and you're like, do you want me to turn the camera off? I was like, no. I just miss you. <laughs> I'm just happy to see you. It's okay. I'll just walk with you. So like all these things are awakening inside of us about our need to connect. And I guess you don't really realize how much you need something. What's that old saying? You don't really realize how much you love something or need something until it's gone. That's right. So like, is, are there prayers from the Bible? Are there verses from the Bible that are helping you right now get through this? Yeah. Well, uh, well, it's cool. I think we were talking a little bit about this yesterday, you and me. Uh, so I'll bring in our yeah. uh, podcast crew. But I think one of the cool things that God's doing in my life right now is, and, and if you're watching the podcast and you have no idea what we're talking about, only talk about the lunchtime lift. Uh, the lunchtime lift is something that we are doing uh, Monday through Thursday at 1230 on our Facebook live page, which is Powerhouse uh, Christian Church. So at Powerhouse Christian Church. Uh, and it's something that we're doing Monday through Thursday at 1230, just to kind of pull us all together and focus on the Bible and focus on what God is saying to each of us in this uh, difficult time. And so uh, I, I was feeling like we needed to do that because I just, like you said, I was feeling like, okay, we really need to make sure that we have that that face-to-face -face connection as much as we can uh, throughout this time, because it's really going to be a struggle to not have it. And uh, I was like, all right, Lord, what is it that you want us to kind of fix our eyes on in this new season? And I feel like every time that I've gone back to him through these past couple weeks of uh, dealing with this isolation and, and uh, segregation and all those Asians, you know, that we're in right now, I feel like he has brought me to pieces of the Bible that we have talked about, that we have studied, that we have even memorized for some uh, so much. Uh, but he's giving fresh life to it. And the kind of the phrase I keep repeating over and over uh, in, in the lunchtime lift is a fresh perspective on familiar passages of the Bible. Yep. 
And so we've been walking through Psalm 23 during the lunchtime lift. And I honestly, I have been studying that piece of the Bible since I was a little kid. Um, and so I couldn't even tell you how many times I've read it, studied it, memorized it, whatever. But I'm just so grateful because like over these past few weeks, as I've kind of gone back to it, uh, I'm still getting more, more things out of it that are, um, that are really just giving me fresh bread and fresh life and fresh perspective. Uh, I think for me, one of the things right now that God is challenging me with, um, I'm a bit of a doer. Um, so when this kind of all hit and we knew that life was going to change for the foreseeable future, my mind went into, okay, I have to go right now and I have to figure all this out and I have to fix all of this. I have to come up with a new strategy, a new plan, a new everything because everything is different right now. And so I was going and going and going and going for the past few weeks, like staying up super late, trying to, you know, understand or study or figure out how to do things. Uh, and then getting up super early to kind of keep just burning the candle on both ends. And as I was studying through Psalm 23 for our lunchtime lift, the, the phrase that he brought to mind the one day was that he makes me lie down. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we are um, going to have, like I use the phrase tensions to manage, right? One of the tensions that we have to manage during this new time is, yes, we have to work really hard to stay connected. But we also have to look at this as an opportunity to slow down a little bit yep. and not feel like we have to fill up every second of every day to recreate what we used to have. Yep. Rather, we need to say, okay, what can I create now with what I have? What's funny is like, that's something that's been occurring to me. And even though like my heart is heavy and I feel sad, here's the reason that I feel some sadness too, is like, I've, I'm hearing from friends who have lost friends because of this you know, people who have passed away because of this illness. So your heart is so heavy because you know the world is aching and and groaning. And we're like, you know, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? When does this end? When do we like go back to normal? Whatever, whatever that is. I don't think that you ever go back. I think you only go forward. There's going to be the new normal because we will be who we are after COVID-19. That's who we will be. We're not going to go back. But one of the, something you just said sparked something that I've been thinking about a lot is, I can't tell you how many times in my busiest days, you know, pre-coronavirus, that I prayed like, Lord, I just wish my life would slow down. I just wish like, please just let me not be so busy. Let me not be so crazy. And here we are. Now, I am. please don't misunderstand me or misquote me and think that I'm saying that God sent the coronavirus so that we could all slow down. The coronavirus is here because we live in a fallen world. Exactly. And this world, it, the Bible clearly teaches the, the earth itself is groaning. It's groaning. It doesn't want to be like this. It doesn't want to be filled with disease and sadness and sickness and all the problems that we're having and global warming and the way, I mean, my goodness, people, did we screw up or what? God gave us a beautiful, perfect planet and we trashed it. You yeah. know, so not, no big surprise here that it's rebelling against us. Um, but anyway, all that to say, like, you know, the prayer was that, that we could slow down, that I could slow down. So I don't think that God sent a virus. But God certainly knew it was coming. He saw it coming. And the scriptures teach us, like when I read that passage in John 17 and I see Jesus' heart, I know he weeps. God is weeping over this. He's not happy that we're going through this. This was never part of his original plan. He wanted us to be happy and to have great relationship with him and to have beautiful days and for the earth to 
to work for us, not against us. So all of that was his plan. Sin is what messed all of that up, but God hasn't left us in the midst of it. So that's the long-winded way to say, I want to learn, and hopefully we can all learn this together, how to be grateful for the ways that I will change through this. Because none of us will be the same. There is no going back. There's only going forward and who we all will be after this. So I have extra time now. I'm home. I'm working from home. I work, you know, as you guys know, I work in the medical field. So I'm, you know, got my computer home. We're trying to help our patients as much as we can remotely. We're going to be back on the front lines very fast, very soon. So that's scary. But I have all that extra time. I want to be, I want to remember how how much this means to me that I can spend those extra, that extra 30 minutes in prayer with God. Cause I don't have to run out the door. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that person after all this is over when this is over and we, and we go on to, you know, who we are afterwards. I don't want to forget how much it meant for me to sit with my Bible, you know, and to read John chapter 17 and go, wow, you were praying for me. You yeah. knew this was going to happen to me, like to all of us. But you know what? Hello, being a little selfish right now. I'm like, I'm going through it too. And it, it means a lot to me that I know that I was on Jesus' mind just before he went to the cross, not only to save me from my sins, but also knowing, you know, when she's on the earth, a really bad thing is going to happen to everybody. So take care of her, God, through that. Take care of her. That means yeah. a lot. I hope you Absolutely. guys are finding verses like that. And if you don't, then steal mine. Read John chapter 17 and totally. just know that he was thinking about you when he, when he was, you know, when he was praying that prayer. That's right. No, that's really good. Something. And I think, what's that? I said a little something for, for somebody who needed to hear that today. Yeah. No, I think that's huge. And I think that's important for us to remember because I think a lot of times we read the, the Bible in past tense, right? And, and we feel like we need to try to fit ourselves into the Bible back then. But I love that verse because it's talking about what is yet to come, right? Like when Jesus is praying, he's praying for the not yet. And we're part of that not yet. So I think it's awesome to know that, that Jesus was praying for us specifically. He wasn't just praying for um, the, the disciples in that very moment. I think it's, it's cool. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm stretching it a little bit, but like if, if you look at the little subheadings in, in our Bible, which weren't there, obviously, in the original, but we put them in there. It talks about how Jesus is praying for all the believers, right? Yeah. He's praying for every single one of us, the ones not that just the 12 that were there. You know what I mean? The ones that were yet to come. And I think that's just a really powerful thing for us to remember yeah. that, uh, that in this very moment, Jesus has already been praying about this. He was not surprised by it. Right. He was praying and also, too, that God is still working in our lives. Just yes. because we're going through a terrible thing doesn't mean, you know, I think a lot of people make the mistake of preaching that God's just hands off now going, oh, you know what? You guys figure it out. And that's not our God. That is yep. not the way that he operates. I was actually listening to um, a, a speaker this morning on, on something else. And he was talking about a time as a dad with his child when his child was really sick. And my goodness, I can relate to this. You know, my daughter, Lindsay, just had um, her 25th birthday. And on her first birthday, we almost lost her. Mm. So, and when she was going through, you know, it was a horror show and, and you want to see ugly crying. Let me keep having this conversation. But anyway, <laughs> during that time, there were times where we were holding her and we had to hold her down to let doctors help her. 
And, you know, you think as a parent, like, she's going to hate me. She thinks that I'm hurting her and I'm not hurting her. I'm trying to help her. And yep. that's kind of like the picture that I get in my head in the, in the simplicity of me, you know, that that's what God is doing now. He's not hurting us. He's holding us. He knew this was coming. He knows what we have to go through in order to help us get through this virus and for it to go away. And all he wants in the end of this is a good result. So right. please remember that you guys, if you're listening to us and you're thinking like, this isn't fair and God could stop it in a heartbeat. And why doesn't he just do that? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know the answer why he doesn't do that. But here's what I do know. God always does what's right. God always does what's good. So if, if this lingers for a little bit longer, God is holding us and he's saying, I'm here. I'm right here. I'm, I haven't left you. Just like I said to Lindsay, when I held her, when she had her accident, I was like, I'm right here. I'm yep. right here. And, and we're going to get through it. And please just hold that vision in your mind. If you're like me and you're having those moments of like, Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. I feel like this is not, you know, it's not going to be okay. Hear God's voice saying, Nope, I'm here. I still haven't let you go. Cause he promised. Right. he's like, nobody's going to snatch you out of my hand. Nobody can ever change our relationship. If you have trusted in God through his son, Jesus Christ, you are good forever. Even in this difficult time, he's holding us. That's right. So, That's awesome. Little thought. Wow. Little thoughts to help us through the hard times, you know? That's right. And, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll have less hard times and more times that we can reflect back on and say, you know, how did we change and, and how did we grow? How did we grow as a family? God knows I know we're growing here in the Parati house. <laughs> Let me, I'm here to tell you, not you. having a kitchen is fun when you're having, when you're in, you know, this global pandemic and you all have mm -hmm. to be together and the couch is turned upside down. So we sit on folding chairs. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good conversation. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sure that lots of families have fun stories, even in the midst of this. You know, we have some fun stories of how God is bringing us together as families, helping right. us remember, you know, even hopefully husbands and wives looking at each other going, oh, yeah, you know, like, I do love you, you know? Yeah, and we totally. can connect right now. We're not so busy running off to our jobs and everything else. We've mm -hmm. got extra minutes to spend together. Take advantage of them. You know what, guys? This virus will go away. And life will get really, really busy again. And I'll bet you we're going to have moments where we say, oh, I wish I would have taken more advantage of that. Yeah. I had that moment where God said, everybody just be still for a minute while I take care of this virus. Be still. I want us to, I want us to make sure that we, if I can say this, that we savor the moments of being able to be still and be quiet and be with each other while, we're go while God is doing what he's doing to eradicate this evil horrible virus let's savor the moments that we can have that are good together exactly yep yeah and that just reminds me of the verse where it says that you know god works all things together for the good of those who love him yeah. and i think just remembering that like you said he did not cause this virus by any stretch of the imagination but i it's funny like being a being a bit of a fixer um i i kind of have like this fun picture of god right like because usually for instance last sunday when we had to figure out how to live stream our services when we can all be in the same room together right like it was like okay what do i have okay well i've got a computer i've got some cameras i got some microphones we got this program let's see if we can make it work like okay i can work with this and thankfully we were able to create this service that we didn't have before and i can imagine like this is purely like just my speculation but like i could imagine god uh, up there right now watching this like pandemic sweep through the world and be like, okay, what do I have right now? 
I have a global pandemic and I have a world that's literally in isolation. Okay. I can work with this. Yeah. You know, and, and now he is, and he's bringing things like, um, just this relational connection that is becoming more and more deeper, you know, as, as funny as it seems, like, I really feel like with motorcycle just went by. I don't know if you could hear that. It was pretty loud. Okay. People are going to the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it just seems like God took what could have been the worst possible thing as far as isolation. And I really believe like isolation is one of the greatest, um, not it's one of the greatest threats. It's also one of the greatest attacks of the enemy that he can use to try to discourage us and, and pull us away from God. Like, and if you think about it, anytime the enemy tried to attack, it was always with isolation. Like he always wanted to separate us from God. Right. Um, you see it in the garden, like that tempting Eve to eat the fruit that was to create isolation. It was to create this separation. But I love that this virus tried to do that too. Like we're all in our homes. We're not able to be face to face in person physically, but yet God's like, no, 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 I got this. Don't worry about it. We're going to have all of this different technology. And if anything, I feel like I've had more interaction with people in my life now than when I wasn't isolated because now we're being much more intentional about it. And I feel like it's just a really cool picture of how God has been working in this nonstop because he doesn't want us to be alone. And he's been with us this whole time. And now he's even allowing all of us to continue to be together and then some throughout. This I think that's thing. one of the coolest things that I'm seeing in people and in it globally, I'm talking about globally, the whole world, even those who are, who haven't turned to God, but globally, we, we are seeing the image of God in all of us still, because it's like the forces of darkness rose up, woke up one morning and said, I know what we'll do. Let's send a virus and yep. let's separate all of them. And globally, as, as humanity, as brothers and sisters of humanity, we rose up against it and said, oh, no, you won't. Oh, exactly. no, you won't disconnect us because we know whether we, whether we all believe the same thing or not, God's thumbprint is still on all of us. And each one of us is saying, no, we want to stay connected and we're fighting for it. And I think that's one of the coolest things is then when God is looking, you know, we have this vision of him on his throne looking down on us from heaven. I think when he sees his, his kids, the believers, the ones who are fighting to keep, draw us all together and to say to others who are lost, come, come, we want you. We want you to be with us. Yeah. God wants you to be with us. I think that's when God smiles and goes, look at my children. Mm-hmm. Look at them. It's like a parent watching your kid on the baseball field going, that was my son, you know, or that was yep. my daughter. That did yeah. that. That's how he feels about us looking down going, yeah, Rob's burning the midnight oil. Look at my son. Look at what he will do to make sure that people can be connected, to make sure that those people who never set foot in a church, but I know today they're going to be looking for a church that, you know, I look at my son, how he's making sure that they're going to be able to find powerhouse Christian church. I think that those are all the little things that in heaven, there's just like this huge pep rally going like, oh my gosh, look at what they're doing to try to get people to stay connected and to help those who are lost and those who are sick and those who are wandering, you know, and for all of us out there, I mean, I was never really a big complainer about like the internet or, or um, computers. Obviously, the when people use it for bad, I, I don't think that that's a good sure. thing. But I think it's very cool, all the naysayers. Sorry, I'm pointing a finger at you guys now. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so cool how God was building this whole infrastructure for such a time as this? Mm-hmm. If, this if all of this wasn't in place, 
we would, it would have been a lot more challenging to stay connected right now. So see how God is always working behind the scenes. Always. I just, I love that. I love seeing that, you know, and I love knowing that he's looking at us and I believe that he feels, I think that he feels happy when he sees the way that we are trying to love each other the best that we can in these circumstances, because that's such a reflection of him. So if you get nothing else out of the podcast today, just share love with other people. Totally. That's how we're going to feel the power and presence of God. When we love that's others, right. that's how we feel it. Because it comes back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a great place to end it, because unfortunately, we are already out of time. Oh. Um, so I know it went so fast. So I'm going to wrap it up here. We're going to wrap it up here. And just say like, hey, if this was something that was beneficial to you, uh, would you do us a huge favor and just spread the word? Because I'm sure that you're not the only one that needed to hear this today. Right now, we're uh, faced with a world that needs to hear that that Jesus is present, that he has been praying for us, that he's actively uh, walking with us through all of this uh, crisis right now. So do us a big favor and spread the word. Share this video. Uh, just let people know what's going on here. So that we can continue to grow the community uh, of people here. Also, we'd love to hear from you. So leave a comment below if this is something that you'd like us to continue to do. If you have a question, a comment, something you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. Uh, We're kind of throwing everything to the wind right now and saying, okay, God, whatever you have for us right now, that's what we're going to do. So help us hear from the Lord together. If you have something that you'd like us to talk about, let us know in the comments, or you can email us at any time. The email is discipleshiptrack at powerhousecc.org. We just, we want to know, we want to talk about things that actually matter today. Uh, So yeah, with that, you have anything else that you want to share as we close? No, just truly, truly, you guys, I am praying for all of you. I don't even know your names, all of you. I don't, see your faces in my head, but I'm praying for all of you because I know that we're all in this together. So just know that, you know, if you feel like no one's praying for you, just say, oh, that crazy girl from the podcast, she's praying for me. (laughs) That's right. We are, and we will continue to pray for you. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And we can't wait to catch you next week on another episode of the Disciples Subtract podcast. Have a great week, guys. You guys. Bye.